All right, guys. Welcome to the Winter Circle with your girl, Tiffany Mitchell from Big Brother 23. And now the challenge. I want to thank everyone for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment below. Make sure you do it. <laughs> um, I'm just going to jump right into introducing my guests, my first guest on my first show. I am really blessed because I wasn't expecting this, but we've had so much going on. I felt I would love to have my sister's input. So we have the women of the cookout. I want to introduce Aza Owasam from Big Brother 23 and CBS The Challenge and Chada, Hannah Chada. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Chada. Her name is Hannah Chada. Hannah Chada from Big Brother 23. And she will go on to med school and be her famous doctor of just us. And I will have my own physician and my own attorney. Shout out to Selena. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Not me being your private doctor. Not you yeah, stealing of course. me. Yeah. <laughs> all my all hospital. All, I saw both of you, okay? You girls are mine. Oh, my God. How you doing, ladies? Good. How are you, Tiff? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining. So as you guys know, I've been watching live feeds. That is what I'm here for. I'm doing live feed recaps over here on the Winter Circle. But I will also be talking about the challenge and life and some more things. But today, <laughs> we are going to dive right into Big Brother 24 live feeds, what has been going on in the house. Um, I do want to say thanks you ladies for joining me. I know we don't have a lot of time. I'm not going to rush through it, but I would love to give you two ladies that opportunity to speak and express yourself. Be sure, be, be comfortable and speak freely. Um, so first I want to ask, have you two been watching live feeds? Are you all caught up? Um, I have. I've definitely been keeping up via Twitter. I've been watching okay. a lot of clips that are on my TL. And then um, I have seen some of the live feeds on on my cellular device on my phone. Okay, but you're aware so, yeah. of what's going on in the house yes. right now as a yeah. YouTube. And just so you know, ladies, <laughs> we do um, we do a video, we do visual on YouTube, and then we have audio on our podcast. So sometimes our listeners can only hear and they mm. can't see. So remember, you got to use your words if you want them to know what you're thinking and Makes saying. Sense. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. For me, awesome. I have been, um, I haven't been watching live feeds, I'll be honest. Um, okay. For my mental health, I kind of try to stay away from them, but um, I have been keeping up on Twitter. I've been keeping up on basically what's going on. I've been looking on Reddit. I've been looking on Lipstick Alley, just getting kind of every single kind of update of what's going on in the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. All so, right. Yeah, we're so, aware of what's happening, unfortunately. So for those of you who are not aware what's going on right now, we have Daniel as the HOH and Daniel uh, had nominated Michael and Terrence for um, eviction. Michael won the power of veto mm-hmm. and he plans to use it to pull himself off. And it seems as though the entire house with the help of Paloma and Jessica and Monty. Um, we Wait, look like we have a Jasmine. Who did I say? Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. I, you get. You have to excuse me. It's only week one. I don't yeah. know why. I want to call everybody something different. You know how it is in the house. Sixteen <laughs> yes. people's names. You got to remember. Hey, I'm yeah. a mom. I still call my son Tiger, and that's my cat. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> happens sometimes. Yes, I do apologize. With the help of Paloma and Jasmine and Monty, especially, it looks like we have now a house target of mm-hmm. Taylor, mm-hmm. who may be replaced when Michael pulls himself off the block. And I'm pretty sure that Michael's going to pull himself off the block. Yes. Now, there's that was, there's not like a specific thing Taylor has been doing to necessarily get her replaced, but it seems like she's everyone's target. And I just want to ask you ladies, um, we had a shared experience, Big Brother 23. We were the first group of six black people they put in the house and we decided to work together. And we did. And we successfully made it that the six of us made it to the end. What um, are your perspectives about the way Taylor is being targeted to be nominated. I, um, it's interesting. We were talking about this at brunch earlier today because I sort of assumed that they could have put in regards to last summer, that they could have put any group of black people, any group of six, and they would have, it it would have been um, almost instinctive for them to work together because this was the first time that we had ever had the numbers. So it was only natural Mm -hmm. that we gravitated towards each other and wanted to protect each other, especially in light of the pre-23 Black House guests um, that came before us and their unfortunate experiences in the house. Um, So when the cast list dropped for this season, originally there were six Black people. Now there's only five because Marvin was dropped and replaced by Joseph. But I sort of assumed that They would go into the house, not necessarily wanting to form a cookout 2.0, but having a semblance of that same understanding that we went into the house with last summer. But now I'm realizing that just that understanding, just that, hey, I'm going to look out for you for as long as I can. But now I'm realizing that it actually didn't have much to do with the fact that there were six of us. I think it took the perfect cocktail um, of black house guests for us to be able to do what we did. If even one of us was different, I'm not sure if we would have been able to accomplish the same thing from last summer. So it's just very interesting because I never would have expected this from all five of them, um, bashing her behind her back, targeting her for non-game related reasons. I haven't heard one game related reason as to why these people, especially her brothers and sisters want her to go. Um, So it's just, it's very heartbreaking. It's triggering to think about the, like I said, the experiences of the Black House guests that came before us. It seems like we're back to square one. And um, for the sake of Taylor's mental health, I sort of hope that Mm. she leaves and I can't wait to shower her with love and for her to see just how treasured she is by by the Big Brother community upon leaving that house. A a mouthful, a lot. That was a lot. Aza? Yeah, from my standpoint of view, um, I think one thing I was able to observe, I don't think our season was perfect. Um, mm-hmm. However, when I look at this season, I'm like, maybe <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best it was going to be. Yeah. The, the perfect, <laughs> but, the perfect um, cocktail. <laughs> yes. Um, I think Massive one, cocktail. Yes. <laughs> I think one thing that we did have was we showed very well that Black people are not a monolith, and we had a huge diversity in the types of Black backgrounds that we came from, not only in our cultural backgrounds, but in our shades. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I see this season doesn't have that as well, which unfortunately gives room for uh, unfortunate things to happen in terms of colorism, in terms of um, discrimination, in terms of prejudice. And um, it's mm-hmm. a bit disheartening. Actually, it's not a bit disheartening. It is disheartening to mm-hmm. watch and to see 
um, especially with the fact that last season I felt like we took two steps forward and mm-hmm. it looks like we're taking three steps back. Mm. Exactly. I, I want to comment. Um, we, we all, like you said, we went in, it was all of us and we worked together with just an understanding at first. And then it kind of turned into an alliance. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ozzy, you said we took two steps forward and it looks like we're taking two steps back. Is this or do you feel that this is what we're ex- we're witnessing in Big Brother 24, that it is a result of us sticking together in Big Brother 23? Is does is this, is there any correlation between the way uh, the black house guests on BB 24 are playing their game is it a, is it a, any correlation or a result of how we played our game? Did- I mean, I that's an interesting question, right? Because we definitely we were hyper aware the entire for the entirety of last summer that what we did can never be replicated. It, it yeah. will never be replicated, and we, we were we were cognizant of the fact that we had to take advantage of the numbers we had last summer. Um, and, and we knew that it might make things harder for black house guests moving forward, but black house guests have always been targeted for merely existing black house guests have always been grouped together. There's always been that fear there. So I I don't think this is the result of what we did. Mm -hmm. Um, and also like, I can understand you wanting to distance yourself from someone in the game. I can understand Mm -hmm. you maybe not wanting to be in the same room as the other four black house guests. I mean, Mm -hmm. we certainly... Yeah, mm-hmm. we were never we never met in the same room until mm-hmm. day like fifty three or 51. something like that. Yeah, 53. Mm-hmm. Um, but it they they've been bullying Taylor. It, it's it's well, bullying. They've been berating they say her. Taylor is the bully. What? They're delusional. They, I know. They're all delusional. Um, <laughs> it's giving delusion. It's giving wacko. So um, why are people picking on Taylor? A lot of things. I, I think Aza. that's a loaded question. Yeah. Yes. Um, I know as someone specifically being dark skinned, I have had to dial back in many spaces in life, um, not mm-hmm. only with white people in the room, but with black people as well. Um, to see a confident, I saw the way Taylor carried herself. I loved her walk. You know, she came in with such a bright fire and it kind of reminded me of me when I came in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was a super fan of the show. I watched all the season. I wanted to play that bombastic, crazy gameplay and, I came thinking I could kill it. And very quickly, um, I could sense people being intimidated by me. I could sense people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one thing and people blow it out of proportion. I would speak mm-hmm. to people in a very calm manner. I'm a very mild-mannered person and people label mm-hmm. me as aggressive or mm-hmm. too in your face. And I had to dial back constantly. And I made that cognizant effort specifically because I had seen and heard of experiences from house guests that look like me um, who had those experiences. And it, the interesting thing is that Taylor isn't even um, considered quote unquote dark skin, but she is the darkest mm-hmm. person in the room mm-hmm. and she is very confident. She carries herself with that confidence. And mm-hmm. that is very intimidating to people that people feel the need to put people in their place. And mm-hmm. um, it's very disheartening to watch and see, to watch her cry, to watch her. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how long it took me to build that confidence in myself um, to, to be able to carry myself with the pride that I did and to watch that broken down within a matter of a couple of days is heartbreaking to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I just would just implore CBS 
They've done a great job in training people on racial microaggressions, but they've not talked about colorism. And um, it's something that happens every, I have not seen it not happen yet in any single Mm. season. It happens every single season. And I hope in the next year, they take the time to educate people about that because not only do white people not know about that, black people don't know about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. That you make all very valid points. And I feel like um, one of the first initiatives that CBS could and should take is increasing their diversity behind the camera in terms of casting, in terms of production. And I don't even mean racial diversity, but I also mean in terms of shades, in terms of body Mm -hmm. types, in terms of backgrounds so that um, they... I guess can have a little more insight into what it takes to make that perfect cocktail. I think they hit it on the nose last summer. Yes, things could have been better. Um, but obviously they did not hit it on the nose this summer. Um, and I think part of that is because there's a little bit uh, too much monotony behind the scenes, behind the camera in terms of the executives and the higher ups. And I think that needs to change first and I, foremost. I, I hear I hear that with the casting and bringing in people who don't hold on to these microaggressions. But is watching this not an accurate depiction of what we experience and witness outside of the house in real America? It is. I well, I, so I the reason why I acted particularly in the house is because of what I learned. I had a life experience out of college outside. for at least a good mm-hmm. eight years outside the house of working in tech and maneuvering, being in very, you know, uh, I've worked in predominantly male spaces, usually predominantly white spaces, but predominantly male spaces, but um, having to navigate that way, playing big brother in the workplace and corporate culture. Um, I know myself, I made a very cognizant effort to do that in the house. And that's, that's how it is. And I know, Big Brother is a small social experiment of the world outside. Um, and it also is a learning experience for anybody who's inside because you get to learn yourself mm-hmm. in so many more ways than before. But I don't want it to be at the, what's the word? Um, I don't want it to expense. be at the expense of somebody's mental health. Absolutely. Yeah. I, watching Taylor, um, I've been watching live feeds every day and, and I hear people saying um, any and everything that they can pick her apart with. Um, she walks this way. She's condescending. She's aggressive. Her tone. She's sarcastic. Um, she's you, she's she's too confident. Um, she doesn't talk enough. She doesn't interact. And I am going can she do anything right to please you guys? She was trying. She just got her bag of clothes back. She had a bag of clothes. We, we've lived in the house. We know how it is. They go through our things. They keep them. And then at some point we get all of these things back after they've gone through them. She got her clothes. She's trying her clothes on. And the same girls who Paloma, um, the, the who they've been labeled as the mean girls on Twitter, Paloma and Amira and Jasmine. Um, they, you know, they encouraged her. People encouraged her to try her, her out outfits on and she tried her clothes on and they wanted her to model them and she's trying to be um a part of this group who has ostracized her by doing what they asked they wanted to see her her clothes and she's like yeah well this is my this is going to be my finale outfit chato we did the same 
we, we shared that same thing. I said, you were like, do you have your finale outfit? I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm going to wear on finale night. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden that got taken into, into she's, she said, this is what she's wearing on finale night. Like it was an mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. She opened up at the, at the dinner, which we, we had the same experience of all of us sitting around the table, sharing who we are, our experiences, our stories. And the one thing that resonated with me is when she opened up, she said, I'm an only child. And <clears throat> although I am, I'm not an only child. Um, I have an eight year old sister that I, I wasn't raised with because Mama Pat raised me and my mother raised my sister. And then Mama Pat had an eight year old son who went off to school a year after she got me when I was nine. And so I was raised by myself, but I'm just an extroverted personality. If I was an introverted personality, I, I understand being alone, being at home, doing your own thing, just being comfortable with not having a, a conversations going on around you all the time. She gets in this house. She, she opens opens up to them and she shows a vulnerable side and then they even turn that against her and she made a joke at the table which I I love the game of Big Brother. There's a lot of smack. I'm just there's a lot of shit talking that goes in on in the Big Brother house. Big Brother is the game of backstabbing, conniving, manipulation. Um people are going to say things. She made a comment. I I am I don't know maybe call it dark humor. I don't know. She's like, "Hey, I'll stab you in the front and not in the back." I appreciate knowing that. I mean, but then they took even that out of context. Well, look at what she said. I was watching her and I'm like, she can't get a break. And I watched her all day yesterday. And I noticed I kept saying, how does she keep ending up in these rooms alone? Not that it's her fault, but I'm I'm not blaming her at all. I'm just wondering as a person who lived in the house when it was 15 other people there, it was so hard for me to get a minute alone by myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they, they actually are intentionally and purposely leaving out of rooms where she's in, not saying anything to her, not including her in conversations, rooms that she's in. I've sat and watched um, uh, behavior. You can see the the... Their backs are turned to her. It's almost like she's shut off. It's even if she's sitting directly next to someone, their their body language is almost um closed off that she is not there. And then when I saw her break down last night, I swear to God, y'all, I'm 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 watching it live and the camera goes to Taylor and I see I'm I, I instantly was like, you couldn't tell that she was crying because her head was down. She was in the bathroom, but I started crying because I thought that she might be going through something. And I'm like, I know that she's not crying. And I'm like, oh my God, is she crying? And when I realized that she was crying, my heart broke. I hurt so bad because I don't know what that's like. I don't know what it's like to be in that house and not have anybody. I had you, I had you, I had I had somebody, even if we didn't all get along or see eye to eye, I always knew I had somebody like me who understood what it was like for me to be in that house, who I could go to and say, oh, my God, girl, how you doing? How you feel? I know what that's like. It hurt me for her. And as a, as a woman, as a mother, as a black woman, I hurt to know that there was not one person and there hasn't been one person in that house to even in the most humane, humanly loving way, attempt to comfort her as if she doesn't deserve it. That hurt. Absolutely. They successfully broke her. They wanted to break her and they succeeded at that. And 
it, it also broke my heart just because thinking back to last summer, um, I, I'm sorry, I keep bringing up last summer, but I mean, Go that's, ahead. that's speak, kind of like a crucial freely. part of the narrative just, here. It is. It's okay. It's an open space, a safe space. Thank you. Um, but obviously the cookout on the surface um, wanted to ensure the first black winner. Mm-hmm. But on a deeper level, at least for me, I can't speak for everyone, but growing up, I, I had never seen black people, especially black women, um, in positions where they were capable of winning or as mm-hmm. winners or as anything other than the funny one or the best friend or mm-hmm. this one or that one. Too often, black people, and I keep saying particularly black women, are held mm-hmm. to these negative stereotypes and mm-hmm. we're never allowed to venture outside of that box. And for me to come into the house and see someone like Aza, who has a background in pageantry, who's a woman in tech, who's beautiful, who's confident, who's funny, who's quirky, who defies the entirety of that box that we're all forced into in society. To see someone like Tiff, who's a mother and a boss and a strategist and a mastermind and owns her own business and has a background in phlebotomy, like that was that was so special to me, so special to me, because like I said, I don't have very many role models who are being in STEM, wanting, aspiring to be in medicine. I don't have any role models Mm -hmm. that are black women. I don't have any role models that Mm -hmm. are black people. And that's so unfortunate because we're few and far between in medicine, in law, in professional spaces, quote unquote. So I definitely became empowered through you two specifically And I also wanted to empower specifically young black women, black women under the age of 25. And I thought, wow, I can only imagine what young black women and even older black women are thinking at home, watching Tiffany, watching Aza, watching myself in places in, in a position where we can actually win this game. And our alliance did make it to the end. And we accomplished exactly what we set out to do on day one. I just, I, I almost wish I could have watched us play last season, independently of the game and the strategy, just to see mm-hmm. empowered black see us women together. in yes. in a position, in a space where we were allowed to thrive and be successful. And there were obviously um, hardships and setbacks. I mean, the cookout men definitely uh, did their fair share of speaking negatively about us, of detracting mm-hmm. from our contributions to the cookout. So mm-hmm. I'm not ignoring that by any means, mm-hmm. but... I mean, you guys dominated last season. The two of you dominated. And it was it was an honor to be able to play alongside of you and to learn from the two of you. And it, it was just, last summer was so special to me because of mm-hmm. you two, because of the cookout, of mm-hmm. course, but specifically because of you two. So I just have to thank you for that. And my hope was that, you know, with all of the the Black women and the Black people this season, they would take that same level of empowerment and again, form some sort of understanding or not feel the need to trash one another and fall into that entrapment of the scarce mentality where only one of them can succeed. So it's, it's Mm -hmm. like, I have to push you aside and push you Mm -hmm. aside Mm -hmm. um, to get there. There's actually enough room Mm -hmm. for all of you to Mm -hmm. succeed. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we did a great job of showing that last year. Um, So I'm just confused as to why that didn't translate into this season. And it's come at the biggest expense of Taylor. And I just, 
it really did infuriate me and it, it broke me in yeah. a sense to watch her cry. And I can only imagine how Same. triggering that was for the house guests yeah. that came before us. You know, um, you said something like being in that house with us together. I don't think we, uh, cause we didn't have the experience that, that Taylor has is having and the previous house guests before us, because what happened with us two, three specifically is, um, I gained two sisters, like two real sisters. Like, I don't even look at you two as like, a, I put it on Twitter. Like, these are not stepsisters. These are not half sisters. Like, these are my whole sisters. Somewhere we got the same mom and daddy. <laughs> I love you two. And I, I want to um, speak about something that I know nothing about. But this was just my um, my theory. And then I would love for Aza to help um, shed some light on this. Um, I everyone knows that Taylor is in pageantry. You, you just said that um, about Aza and I was, I don't know about pageantry, but it seems to me that there's a training that you go through that prepares you to carry yourself. I look at her and I'm always just trying to uh, figure people out. That's uh, fun to me. So I'm I'm seeing her and I'm going, okay, she's the only child. So that's that probably has a lot to do with her personality. And also she's in pageantry. And so she's been successful in pageantry. She was Miss Michigan, right? And so I would think that she's had to learn how to um, be poised in tough in situations. I would think that she's had to learn how to... Um, carry herself in situations Aza, that is more of your speed i know absolutely nothing i've never walked a runway or any of those things um do you think that um her training or her being in pageantry has something to do with uh how that how she carries herself or her um using that opportunity that she has that experience that history that she has to help her in this game like do because they're using it against her as if it is a bad thing or they're using her personality or the way she carries herself I think she's a very mature young woman that is what I see Mm -hmm. I don't see a teeny bopper bouncing around gossiping um dragging people I don't see a bully um I don't I I see that she it can still she has personality she's fun she cracks a joke when she says something apparently and I know personally what that feels like when you crack a joke and then somebody is offended maybe I'm offensive I haven't seen her say anything that I would personally take offensive but I'm not offended by things Aza, can you shed some light on how you think her experience in pageantry um, is um, allowing her or, or has brought her to this point where she's car- how she carries herself in the game and yeah. why well, that? Um, I know for myself, um, pageants helped me in a lot of ways. Um, in one way, I got so many awesome, I met so many awesome driven women, doctors, lawyers, people who worked in tech. Um, I, I made some beautiful, amazing friendships from that. Um, but the other thing that pageants really helps you with is um, my style. A lot of my style came from pageants. The way I carry myself comes in pageants. Me being able to, to articulate myself and be polished comes up in pageants, but most of all, being able to package yourself. And one thing that's very interesting is um, I won't mention the people that are not of color, but a black woman. There are a lot of pageant girls that have stepped into the BB house. Candace was a former Miss USA title holder. Bailey was a former Miss USA title holder. 
Dominique competed in pageants. Myself, I competed in pageants. Now you have Taylor. And um, I think that's something to say of, I feel casting is able to see that confidence and see that mm-hmm. in, the b- ability to package yourself very well. And know you when you do pageants, you know yourself extremely well because you're mm-hmm. constantly branding yourself to the judges, to, to people. You have to know yourself extremely well and you build mm-hmm. a very, very high level of confidence. And mm-hmm. um, I saw that in Taylor when she walked in her strut. I saw how... Mm-hmm. Um, just, just so how ready she was to play this game and to, to take, Mm -hmm. to take this game literally by the balls coming in this house. And when I see that with other women, even whom I've competed with, it's something I've admired, Mm -hmm. something I've been like, yo, that's mad cool. I've, 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 I've I've loved it. Um, but to some other people people taking her comp. Yes, go ahead. You were going where I I was thinking. To some other people, that's intimidating. To some other people, Mm -hmm. it's who does she think she is? Um, Mm -hmm. to some other people, it's, let me bring her down a peg. I've competed in Mm -hmm. pageants that quite frankly, I should have won. And I'm not speaking Mm -hmm. like being Mm -hmm. negative or whatever, but as a dark skinned black woman, it wasn't what somebody wanted. And they felt they needed to bring me down a couple notches, um, to see, it's not common to see someone carry themselves with confidence and be so assured in themselves and while some people might find that beautiful and admirable like Hannah, other people might feel like you need to bring that down a couple of notches. And that's all I see hmm. in this house with people. So they want Taylor to dim her light. Taylor is a shining star. And mm-hmm. you can just see that. I did not know who she was. I saw her pictures and I said, this is a beautiful young woman. But when I saw her in the house, I saw I, her, her personality. You can just tell she is confident she knows who she is. She has um, she has experience. Taylor has a has a brand. She didn't need this, honestly, to go on Big Brother. And that also is what bothers me. You know, she didn't need to go in here and have her confidence broken, question herself, feel left alone, uh, be ostracized. I'm sure she's experienced that in pageantry in her in her life period and it's so unfortunate that I, what i hate the most is not one not one person has attempted to comfort her is do you ladies know if anyone in there is a mother is there are there any moms in that house um i know two of the women are married i don't think there are any mothers in that house mm-hmm. yeah so or at least that they've talked that, about honest Honestly, that's a problem for me just mm-hmm. because that doesn't make up real true America. Yeah. And I think mothers bring a different type of energy into um, any situation. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't see a, a real mom being in there and not. And if any one of them in there is a mother, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm offending or disrespecting you as a mom. But. It's a little off to me. And the reason I say that is because um, I know the two of you are not moms yet. Uh, I am a mother and my outlook on life, uh, the way I um, feel about and care for people is had changed tremendously when I loved, learned and had to love someone else besides myself. And we all 
have an experience of loving someone else, but it just really is a different type of um, experience and love that you have for that, that you experience when you are, when you are a mom. Mm -hmm. And I'm just looking in that house. Like I, I want to go in there. Cause if that was my baby, I would be knocking on it. Y'all gonna have to let her go. <laughs> It's almost yeah. like I want her to get um I, I want something to happen where I want there to be a twist and she stays or I want this. But and I am a huge BB fan. And I even last season when Frenchie was like, oh, I'm going to quit. I'm like, he's not going to quit. And I wouldn't even respect that. And I've never thought I would be like, oh, that person should just go home. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We always want to see someone fight to stay. We know how hard it is to even get in that house. Mm -hmm. So you want to see people stay. And I never even thought I would be saying it, but I'm like, no, you send our Taylor home. Mm -hmm. I'm almost like she, they don't deserve her. I never mm -hmm. knew. I, I, we say it all the time. Like you don't deserve to be in my space, but I feel that so adamantly, like they don't even deserve to know her mm -hmm. period. I don't, I don't even want them to say they even have been in the same room with her because everyone has treated her as if they don't want to be in the same room with her. Mm -hmm. And it's a hurting thing because we didn't we didn't share those sentiments. We may have had a day where, oh, I, I ain't talking to you today, whatever. But it's been every day, every hour on the hour, every single person. And to see Monty and Terrence tearing her down today, last night for hours. I was floored I was disappointed I don't I you know it the self-aware the lack of self-awareness in the house is um is is unbeknownst to me I'm like no one realizes that this is not going to be taken well mm -hmm. mm. like what has she what 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 has she done they were they were all saying like oh um or not all of them, but I think there was a conversation between Jasmine, Paloma, and Amira, or maybe it was just Jasmine and Paloma. But um, Jasmine was like, oh, America's probably floored right now that uh, Taylor's been lying about you and making stuff up about how you want to target the guys, which, by the way, Paloma did say at one point that she wanted to target the guys in the have-not room. So Taylor wouldn't actually be didn't, making anything up. But I don't lie. think... And she called herself looking out for money, right? Yeah, and she, she went up to Monty and was like, hey, Monty, just so you know, um, the girls are thinking about targeting some of the guys in the have-not room. I think she was looking out for Monty because she probably mm -hmm. figured, like, Monty will be loyal to me. We have a good personal relationship, just like she figured that Terrence would be loyal to her. But then Monty, like, twisted her words and said, mm -hmm. Taylor specifically told me that, Paloma, you are coming after me and Kyle mm -hmm. went. Taylor, I don't think, is dumb enough to even be that specific, to throw out names mm -hmm. week one. Mm -hmm. She, she was seems just very careful. Very careful with her words. And I'm sure some of that comes mm -hmm. from, you know, the world of pageantry. You always, you have to be poised. You have to be on it 24-7. Yeah. It's almost like you guys were playing the game of Big Brother before you even walked into the Big Brother house. Not in, like, a manipulative way, yeah. but just in terms yeah. of, like, always being They've on. They've experience. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Is there just, anything... Like, like you said, the lack of self—is there anything she can do right? Yeah, is but there like, anything she can do? Like you said, the lack mm -hmm. of self-awareness. Paloma and Jasmine being like, "Oh, America's so happy that Taylor's the target. We just know yeah. that America loves Paloma." Newsflash: <laughs> um, yeah. When Paloma News comes flash. out the house, ding, ding, ding. 
Mm-hmm. I got smoked from this Paloma. <laughs> anyway, um, see, this is never mind. I was I was gonna nope. make a comment about how maybe we need to. See, I I can't even make a comment about how young she is. Um, I was going to say that, too. I I said that to um, Selena. I said, how old is she? She said she's 22. 22. I said, you know, I remember being 22. And I said this to all of you ladies in the house that I commend, you know, especially the the, you, Achata, you were 21 in the house. And I was so impressed by your maturity and where you were in life Mm -hmm. and your your uh, goals and you even being in the house because honey, when I was 21, <laughs> we're not even going to go there. That was, I, that's it. That's expunged <laughs> now. Just kidding. Not but, expunged. <laughs> it's, it's not on record. Those years of your it's life. Not, not on, on record. record. I don't know her. I don't know her. Yeah. I, I'm so sorry to that man because I have never, if I saw that man in the street, I, I do not know this man. I'm yeah, so sorry to that man. You're 22, 21. I don't know. Her. Yes. <laughs> no, I, that's why I said I was 21. I had to start life over again. I said, if I could do it all over again, take me back to 21. Mm-mm. She is 22. Paloma is 22. And um, you know, there's a, there's maturity and wisdom come with, with age and time and experience. And I'm not excusing anyone's behavior mm-hmm. at all, but I do think she's very immature. Mm-hmm. A, a person who can't breathe in between a sentence and uh, is just a walking run on sentence is someone who has to learn when to speak and when not. And she speaks all the time. Now I am a person who talks a lot. <laughs> And I can't do nothing about that. And maybe she can't either. (laughs) But it's just a it is a bit much to um, take someone and just completely try to demolish their character when it's been four, five days. You do. They never gave her a chance. And Jasmine Girl, now wait a minute. Let me get started on jazz. Delusional. Delusional. See, I'm trying as best as I can. So my thing is like, I try not to say anything about house guests. I have even people who have hurt me. I've never used a platform to speak against them. I ain't gonna lie. BB24 making it very, very, very hard for me though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've tried to understand that, okay. I know that myself, even as a super fan watching Reddit, seeing people get canceled and all that stuff, I thought I was ready going in the house. And when I got out the house, I had that rude awakening, which is why I try to give grace to people. You do, Aza. You are a woman of grace. You got grace wrapped all around <laughs> in and throughout your body. It is coming out your nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my this, gosh. This is making it very, I won't lie, this is making it very hard. This is making it very, very, very hard. I've managed to keep my mouth shut for a good amount of time. Um, but I'm struggling. I am. Very Why, much... Aza? Let, let me, I want to ask you a question personally. Um, for the people who are listening, who know you, Aza, you have the largest personality of anyone I know. And I, B- Big Brother didn't show a lot of that personality that you, you have. You, you have so much personality and you have so much to share. And when we're when we're alone and it's us and you're comfortable, you know, you will share. But why is it and just, you know, what whatever that reason is, why is it that you 
feel that you don't want to express that? Is it backlash? Is it mis- you don't want to be mis- you don't want it to be mistaken? Why don't you? Because I and I'm asking because I I do the same thing. I think yeah. we we all all of us do that. Like, mm-hmm. are you protecting you or? Uh, uh, your others that have worked like what is it why yeah why don't you, you know, well i mean well one reason why i don't why i always give grace to people is because i've seen what has been happened to me what's happened to me mm-hmm. um i have i know the mistakes i've made in life and um i have seen i have seen especially when i look at my parents i've seen people do very very hurtful things to my parents my parents have still been able to forgive them and i don't understand it i don't get it but um, I look at the bigger picture and things or the long-term things and things. Um, when my parents have forgiven someone, whether it's taken three months, whether it's taken five years, whether it's taken 10 years, it has always come back in a positive way to them. And that's the way I'm always thinking. Um, my human nature, of course, wants to pop back. Just last week, I almost got into it with somebody in the restroom. I was very, very, I've never fought in my life. Haven't fought since I was eight years old, but I was ready to fight this mm-hmm. pepper. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was being very disrespectful towards mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. I forgot a little bit about myself, you know? Um, but, um, mm-hmm. and that's very uncharacteristic of it's you. It's very uncharacteristic mm-hmm. of me. Yes. But in, in, um, in every but people situation, will push you. yes. Um, I believe that, um, I believe that do unto others you like them to do unto you. Um, I believe that you reap yeah. what you sow. Um, and yeah. I look at the bigger, longer picture and things every single time when I have responded impulsively to something, I have felt happy yeah. in that moment, but in the long term, it hasn't worked out for me. So Very I true. always, even when I don't understand it, I'm going to go ahead and try to be the bigger person because I promise you, whether it's 10, 11, 50 years from now, it comes back for you. And that is the only reason because otherwise skinny as I am. <laughs> I will be in the streets. Five them other choices, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, ladies, th- this is probably I, I, my immaturity shining through. But I personally feel like Miss Paloma is immature. I think that mm-hmm. both Paloma and Jasmine live in mm-hmm. an alternate universe, reality, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And I just, mm-hmm. it's so sad to see them tearing down another woman and a fellow woman yeah. of color, like calling her the B word, yeah. calling her all types of names in the book. Oh my gosh. And just be clear. And not, not just the women have referred to mm-hmm. uh, Taylor as the B word. Um, yeah. The men, Terrence too. Mm-hmm. The men have, 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 have she beat her up, mm-hmm. you know, um, it is disheartening to watch. Absolutely. And I but look forward I, to telling all of them about themselves when they come out of the house. Same queen. Why they on Twitter talking about y'all gonna be their friend? Who? <laughs> Who? Yeah. Um. So yeah. I know you two ladies have to go, but I do want to give you the opportunity before you go. Any final words that you like to 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 say to our listeners about what you've been witnessing and 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 watching um thus far? Um. As painful as this moment is for Taylor, I'm happy that it's an educational moment for other people to learn about colorism. Um. And I'm hoping that this what's happening now. Um, can be the impetus of something moving forward. Um, seeing the treatment of house guests um, previously and then what happened with George Floyd made CBS cause a change and mm-hmm. something happened and then you had mm-hmm. our cast and our season. 
Um, but um, we, there's always room for improvement. You don't, it's mm-hmm. not a one fix thing. You can always move forward. So I'm hoping that we can continue to have the appropriate conversations and appropriate actions to make these experiences positive for every single person, no matter race, color, creed, or shape. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was, thank you. And, what you know, said. and I, I do agree with that. And I want to say this before you two ladies go. I've seen a lot of, um, and I want to ask your opinions on this. I've seen a lot of people on on Twitter saying production needs to step in. Production needs to step in. Um, I just, I, I I actually feel the opposite. Not for the people who are acting up. Like I don't want production to tell them a thing. Please keep showing me who you are. Mm. I want to know who you are. I don't, this is a reality show and people always ask us, what does it take to get on here? And I always say you actually have to be yourself because that's who's playing that game. I want them to keep playing their game. Keep being yourself. Keep showing your ass, please keep showing me who you are. Mm -hmm. But I would like them to make sure that for Taylor's mental health that she is okay I don't want to know that she's just being watched on all of these cameras and no one's saying hey are you okay but I will say for production I I had some some times in the house where I was like they knew I was struggling and I was called in and and someone said to me just doing a wellness check. This isn't about, I don't want to record anything. This isn't a session. I, I just want to make sure that you are okay. So just so that the listeners know, they will do that. But no, they don't, they're not going to step in. And I, I don't want anyone to step in and help these people re- recover their tracks. Let them keep being themselves. But that's just my opinion. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? I, I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. Make sure that Taylor's okay, which... Yeah. I mean, how can you be in a situation like yeah. that? Um, make sure that you can protect her in the best way that you can. But like you yeah. said, don't interfere with these people. Big Brother is supposed mm-hmm. to be a microcosm of the real world, right? It's supposed to and be a microcosm is. of society. It is. It's supposed and to be representative is. Is the- of the way that people like Taylor are treated in their everyday lives. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't want to give the opportunity to these people um, for them to hide behind their actions or backtrack. Thank you. I, Thank like you. I said, let, let them, let them catch all the smoke. Cause mm-hmm. I, I look forward to giving it. it to them after this hey. season. And you know, it's hard for me. I'm like this week. I don't want to see nobody getting no 750,000. Let us go back up in there. Cause we got some money. They deserve to pay that's, us. That's what ooh, I'm ooh. saying. Like y'all can go. I will show you from the side. Oh, no. Just make sure to pull some under the table. Right. Hey, 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 back hey you house. know, if I would have won the money last year, I was gonna split it with y'all anyway. Somebody had something me different. <laughs> so with me and me and try to go back in, you can definitely get some money, Thank honey. You. Just yes. for, just what you are, sister. That's yes. how that's what family does. <laughs> I love you, ladies. Love Thank me. you love so me much too. for joining me. Thank you for I'll having me. I'll still Thank be you. here. I wanna say it's my it's my very first podcast episode. Oh, and to have well, my sisters bring Thank it you. in. Yeah, of course you guys are. Y'all are my number one, number yes. one and number one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love you, ladies. We have fun. I'm, a little, I'm having a little, little FOMO. Y'all having fun without me. Well, but... You could have been here, but no, you didn't want to. That is not true. I'm just kidding. You little hussy. <laughs> Bye, little hussy. <laughs> Bye, Tiff. Love we you. love you. Okay. Mwah. All right, guys. That was 
Aza and Chada, my sisters, my ladies of the cookout. I really appreciate their perspective. I think we covered a lot of what we feel about what's going on and what's been happening in the house. Um, and so I do want to uh, thank everyone for listening. I am going to take a few fan questions. I've got a question here from Hello Marb SSS. Thank you for this question. She asks, if Taylor gets evicted on Thursday, who do you think the house will target next? I think that's a really good question. Personally, if I was in the house, Paloma seems to have her way with everyone. Everyone's giving her these accolades. She's she's so sweet. She's so nice. We Why would anyone want to do anything to her? Why would we treat her any kind of way where they're believing anything she says? She's got her sway. She's, she's swaying everyone every which way. If I'm a player in that house, I'm looking and wondering, why is everyone following her? And why am I following her? Because everyone has followed her lead thus far. Will they target Paloma? No, I don't think so. I think that they've controlled the heck out of Daniel's HOH. I think that he has been mentioned as someone who is next to go up on the block. I think Monty also may be someone who can go out next. And I think Terrence will continue to become the pawn until he either makes it to final two, like Big D did last year, which he won't. Um, but he will continue to be the pawn until he leaves. Um, but I will target Paloma personally. And I have another question from Miss McBarnes that asks me, and this is a really good question too. Thank you, Miss McBarnes. And all of these questions are coming from my Instagram post. If you were in Taylor's position, what would you do differently, if anything? That's a tough question because it's easy for someone to say what you would do if you were in that position. I personally have played the big brother game, but my experience was not the same as Taylor's. I had support. I had people there who were my were my people. I had five other black people who I knew supported me, whether we liked, loved, and felt the same way about each other all the time or not. I always felt like I had somebody watching Taylor go through this. It reminds me of Kimmy, BB21, being isolated, being alone. But even she had, Kimmy had Nicole A. She she wasn't completely isolated, but she was. It It is very much giving that. And I think that if I was in that position that Taylor is in, um, one or two, one of two things, because this is just my personality. I'm never in the middle. I'm either hot or I'm cold. I am either going to try to get people over to my side. I'm going to try to have conversations, find out what the feel is. If I really want to be there, if I really want to be there, I am going to try to play a different game than I have been. I have to do some self-reflecting and say, I probably need to go talk more to people. I, I might need to try to pick people's brains and get them to confide in me about how they really feel about me, especially since I know that my name is being said, or I'm cold. If I don't want to be there, I don't care. Send me home. I'm doing nothing. I'm doing exactly what Taylor is doing. I'm waiting for the live eviction. I'm waiting to go home. I'm waiting to get out of that place. Because why put yourself through that when you don't actually have to? I'm I'm 
I'm probably done. And from the someone who's on the outside in the free world, living my life, making my own decisions to do whatever I want to do right now. I don't want this for Taylor. It's not healthy for her. I I know how hard it is to get in the game, get in the house and and play. And she doesn't deserve to go through what she's going through. So personally, for me, I am saying put her on the block, send her home, get her out of there. You guys are toxic. You don't care about her. It's not healthy for her. It's never going to be healthy for her. I don't see it turning around. Let her go home. So either if she wants to be there, if I'm Taylor, then I've got to I've got to turn it up. But if she doesn't want to be there, I continue doing what she's doing, especially if she's fine being by herself. I'd spend a couple of more days with those people. Throw me on the block and send me out. Goodbye. Deuces up. And you'll never hear from me again. And then I have my third question and last question from um, Brayden White. Brayden asks, which players are sticking out to you in terms of strategic ability, if any? Um, thank you for that question. I, I've been so focused on what's going on, but I have been paying attention to some strategy. And as I said prior to this question, Paloma as much as I don't like the way she's leading the troops in, in isolating Taylor, she's obviously playing the game where she's rallying the people who are isolating Taylor to her side. She's get, she's, she's manipulating them into believing what she feels and what she wants to happen. Oh my gosh. She said these things about me. I can't believe that she lied on me. Why would she do that? This hurts. And she's, she's, she's trying to do some waterworks. I've seen, I've heard the voice shake and shiver, but I've not seen a tear yet. You know, she's, she's playing people and she apparently has a lot of power because all I hear people say is we just love Paloma. That's a person who is being, um, who's playing the game and I, I'd say she needs to go home. Um, I do like the way that Michael is playing. He he channeled that veto win. He spoke to himself and said, what would Janelle do? He said she would win the veto. And he went out there and he won the veto. And he saved himself and he'll be safe for another week. Very good gameplay. Exactly what I wished I could have done when I was on the block. <laughs> So uh, I like the way he's playing. I still see Nicole strategically as playing the game. She's not causing any rifts. She's not making any waves. She's still got the trust of people. People still feel comfortable around her. Her and Daniel are working very closely together. They're making some decisions together. I still believe that they're each other's final two. I still think she's playing the game. I don't like the way anyone is handling this week with Taylor and they ought to wonder when they're going to be isolated next because they're dealing with the house of um, cold ice, cold people who will isolate you. If you do it to them, you'll do it to me. So I watch my back with all of them. They're a bunch of cutthroats and they um, deserve to be in that house together. But Taylor does not. Anyway, that is the end of my segment. I thank you guys for listening. It's been very informative. I tried to share as much as I could with you before you um, got tired of hearing me talk. Remember to subscribe, like, and comment below. You can also follow me on Instagram, absolutely gorgeous 100 
Yes, I'm stuck with that handle because Instagram won't change it. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Absolutely Tiff. Thanks, guys. I love you. You can catch me back here on Mondays and Wednesday evenings and send me your questions. Send me your topics. I love to talk about it. We'll be back later. See ya. Love you.